Hi, this is Kara Swisher, and I want to talk to you about my new podcast for The New York Times called Sway. If you want to know what people who hold power in our world are really all about, you need to hear how they answer the tough questions. And that is my specialty. And although it might get messy, as it always does, it's also going to be really fun. You can get Sway wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are available Mondays and Thursdays. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. And today, drumroll, I'm with Kelvin. It's been a while, Kelvin. How are you? Yeah. Hi, Annie. Hi, listeners. Yeah, good to, good to be back. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be a bit more involved again in the podcast, which is all exciting. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing the knowledge and answering a few of your questions and yeah, making sure that we've got the, the internet marketing knowledge spreading far and wide. Spread the internet, love. Uh, right. So, uh, today, uh, these, these sessions with Kelvin are going to be more sort of discussion-y panel yeah. And a selected topic for today, Kelvin. Mm. Yeah, well, we're going to be talking about something that's really been kind of on my radar and agenda over the last couple of months, which is this sort of strange situation we're in, whereby search marketing, and particularly SEO, but also paid search and social and content and analytics sort of being broadly in the same sort of area, um, are at the same time getting more simple on one hand, but actually also becoming more complex. Um, and I use the word complex deliberately there. So on the one hand, more and more businesses who I'm seeing um, have a good understanding of the fundamentals of search. So they've taken the time, there's members of their team, or they've worked with third-party freelancers or agencies, and they know what they need to do. They know kind of what the search engines are looking for, um, how that overlaps very, very frequently with what their users are looking for. So they've got this real good understanding of that being required, um, but uh, sometimes struggling a little bit more with the, the organisational challenges that go with that and the behavioural changes, which I think is quite interesting because actually a search, as a person who's experienced in search, I think actually now your responsibility and the, the things that I find hardest to do and the, the projects I find that are challenging me the most aren't necessarily always to do with solving very, very complex technical problems. It's actually more about behavioural change. So to give you an example, I've been working with a kind of a big international organisation fairly recently on a, on a project. Mm. And they've got lots of different websites all over the world, some of them very, very large websites um, that are kind of really, really successful in their own space. So they're really, really... You know, they're driving lots of traffic. Um, it's a publishing website, so they're, they're hitting all their objectives. And then other websites where perhaps SEO has never quite been their focus, they're doing less well. And, you know, you've got this distributed team and areas of knowledge and expertise all across that team. But it's really, really difficult if you're working in a kind of a, a central role there. to How do you share that knowledge of um, best practice in one business but not in, a, in another business unit? Yeah. You know, so you've got this kind of situation whereby actually... Um, you've got some people who are really, really knowledgeable, other people who are less knowledgeable. Um, you've got the kind of actually, here's a thousand things we could potentially do with our websites. That's another problem I'm seeing very, very frequently, which is actually, um, you know, working with clients who kind of come to you and say, okay, here's all these great SEO ideas that we've got, but we're not sure which sequence to do them in. We're not sure how to prioritize them. Mm. We're not sure how to, you know, decide what do, what do we do today and what do we do tomorrow? And I think that's really, really interesting as a discipline because you've then got to 
actually take a step back and kind of go, well, rather than a, here's a default list of actions that most websites, you know, mistakes that websites make, um, we're not seeing that anymore. It's like, actually, should we be launching a new business unit? Should we be, you know, um, setting up internal training programs to share knowledge and all of that type of thing, which I think is a, an interesting change in the sector as a whole. So what would be your three top tips for businesses that are looking to, because I assume this, yeah. is, this is a fairly widespread issue. Yeah, I mean, I certainly think so. That I mean, yes, it's going to be more common in um, larger organisations than, you know, smaller businesses. But I think they'll have different challenges. But often it's around time and prioritisation. Um, so, I mean, I think I, you know, it's it's one of those business consultant cliches is that the low hanging fruit and the quick wins and all of that type of thing. Um, but I mean, I think that would be one strong piece of advice that I would give to people is that whilst there are many things that you could and probably should be doing from a search marketing perspective, actually often you're best focusing on those where you, you will see the return or the impact quickest. And that'll seem obvious, but actually are you doing that? Are you kind of working on this huge site redesign that may take you 18 months to implement? rather than getting a few of those basic things sorted on your website that you can do today or tomorrow and, and make a big difference. So that's probably one, one tip that we've got there as well. Mm. Another one um, would be about kind of understanding that you have complex organisations and that actually investing in the skills that are required to drive through change, if you see what I mean. So actually, I think for a lot of people who are experienced digital marketers in terms of their personal development so making sure that they're more valuable to their employees you know if you're running your own business making sure that you're the most valuable person in your organization to your organization that you can be i think actually rather than perhaps learning a new you know specialism of technical seo or um, spending a lot of time practicing a particular area of paid search you might actually be better about taking a step back and you know reading and learning about kind of you know implementing change and making you know making persuading people to that type of thing mm. and my final piece of advice would probably be um that you should realize that though the t you will become more knowledgeable um at search over time you will find new challenges in it and i think that's the kind of big interesting realization that i've been through over the last 12 months is i thought i knew most of what i would need to know about how to do search marketing but what's exciting to me is, is that actually there's a lot more still to learn out there. And although it might not technically be SEO specific, um, there's certainly more that I'm learning all the time, which I think is helping me be a bit better at my job. What do you think is causing this churn of technique, if that's a good way of putting it? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's all just this kind of it's a maturity in the marketplace. Um, so ne less now is it about educating people that they should do search or the fundamentals of search. It's like people do know and actually the more you know the more possible solutions you can see to the problem the more opportunities you can see within your business to make more from digital marketing so as people become more savvy um, and more knowledgeable and more experienced actually their horizons broaden so they can see all of the opportunity that's out there and i think that's kind of this general trend that as the market becomes more mature as search becomes a thing that people have done for a number of years um people are aware of what they need to do the challenge is, how do you make it happen? Mm. Now, you alluded to, we gave us a couple of examples, you started to give us a couple of examples of uh, what you've seen in businesses. Can you give us any more, Kelvin, without mentioning names, assuming you don't want to mention names? Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think the, you know, I've worked on a few specific big consultancy projects over the last couple of months, um, which has been quite interesting. So change away from the events and, and the like that I've um, done the last sort of 18 months or so. Mm. And whether it's just the nature of the types of projects that I've taken on, but it, it's definitely this kind of, 
um, I've been working on international websites where you've got different teams with different cultural um, backgrounds and, you know, often, you know, with sometimes differing um, kind of objectives that, that they have because they're working for, for different people. And that's what I've seen. And it's kind of like, actually, for example, one of the a big international project I'm working on, there's the kind of, here's how, from an SEO perspective, I recommend that we... Um, remove some international websites, roll them into others, separate out here, and all of that type of you know nature of a project that you would have. But with the one hand, I'm kind of going, this is how I do it from a search perspective. But actually, at the same time, if I want this to have an impact, to have a positive um, influence on that business, I've got to understand the people and personalities and the politics involved there as well. Mm. And actually, you know, the best SEO recommendation that you can make isn't necessarily the one that's the best SEO. It's the one that's most likely to succeed. And I think that's a kind of interesting um, shift in my personal perspective is that rather than recommending, here's what the best SEO strategy is, um, it doesn't matter how good your ideas are for a strategy if it doesn't get implemented. Yeah. So that's it for today's show. Just a short, sharp one. You can find the show notes at the usual place, sitevisibility.com forward slash podcast. Remember, we're on iTunes and Stitcher now. And if you've got questions, there's an email, podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. And there's a hotline, which is plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. And I do encourage people to send in those questions. Those of you who are um, long-term listeners will remember a while ago, um, we, we would very regularly, once a month, answer three or four different questions from audience members for podcast listeners. So please do get in touch. We've got a few there um, stacked away, ready to go, but we're always welcome, welcome more. And yeah, please do send those questions in because it's interesting and we can give some advice because if it's a problem for you or it's a question you've got, you can be pretty sure that lots of our other listeners will be interested here as well. Go on, don't be shy. Phone in. <laughs> so that's it for today and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. See you soon.